0: He's the the owner owner of the the most educated fee in professional wrestling. Some Some would call call him him the professor. professor. Some Some might might call call him infamous. We call him the host of the show. show. And I mean, (laughs) folks, where's the lie?
1: It's It's time time for for the Undisputed Undisputed Podcast with Bobby
2: Fish. We're back
1: on the Undisputed Podcast. Sounds Bobby. Oh, yeah. There he is. It's the, ooh, the Demi Award has made its return
2: hi guys I'm here
1: <laughs> there I'm he is um. you know, bye. he looks shorter than I remember <sighs> yeah he does, he does. Yeah, well but you know from what I know Bobby is doing dad duty stuff so it is what it is there from what I'm um, hearing he's wrestling alligators in his backyard he could be uh, Alligator in his backyard.
2: He is uh, throwing down with the boogie down.
1: Oh wow! Listen to you just making up words. I just did that. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's fine. Get throwing down with the boogie down. I don't think I've ever heard someone say that before. No, I just, I just, I just did. Yeah, did. yeah. Other than you.
2: Congratulations, by the way. Three and zero on really? the Bobby's best bets last week.
1: Oh yeah, you had an off week, sir. Terrible, you were what Terrible. You were one and two. two. Not good. I do appreciate gotta...
2: Bobby picking a team on the bye week. That was pretty cool too.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then it was caught. I
2: didn't catch it till I've looking I it. I'm like, wait a second, Denver doesn't have a game this week.
1: <laughs> and uh our pal Joe Feeney, what he's three and O as well. Joseph was three and O. yes. He very nice too. Very nice, very nice. I uh I have not even looked at this week's football <laughs> schedule. Uh, what I do know is I'm a cowboy fan. And we can't win big games. We can't we, – the, the NFC East is – or Cincinnati's, Jesus, Phillies to lose. Like there's – I'm like, meh. although I will say that there seemed to be a little bit of conspiracy towards the end of the Cowboys-Philly game where they, you know, they, I think they ruled against a touchdown that should have been a touchdown uh, or a pass interference, I believe. So I was, like,
2: was on my way back. I was at the Patriot game.
1: That's uh, right.
2: Driving back, listening to it on the radio. And when you're listening to games on the radio and it's the local broadcasters, they tend to be a little more biased toward the teams they work for. So, yeah. Series XM had the Philly broadcasters on. So, I was getting a um, one sided view of course. how things were actually going.
1: You were getting a city of brotherly love version of yes, it.
2: Like, uh, yeah. like, oh, he, we think he stepped out of bounds, but we're not sure. I'm like, well, he, he Well,
1: it. the the Dak Prescott thing, yes, he he because he was diving for the pylon and he did step out about a yard and a half from the uh, from the from the goal line. But there was a play prior to that because I was because we're in New York and uh, it was even though it was like America's game of the week, um, I was stuck watching the giants and raiders. raiders which, oh my god. And I'm like, guys, it was on Fox. And I'm like, guys, it's 30 to 6 with four minutes left. There was like six minutes left in the Philly Dallas game. And I'm like, why don't you just cut away from this coverage? Now they're not going to score 24 points in four and a half minutes.
2: Like, so Fox kept the giant game on for the, the whole thing?
1: For there so well, no, because they kind of so it got to be like 30 some odd seconds left and they just kneeled on it and the game was over. And then they went to the Philly Dallas game. And there was like, it was going towards Dallas's like last hurrah. Like it was, they had, we had missed the touchdown and then the two point conversion where he stepped out of bounds. And the play I was talking about was prior to Dak stepping out where like, I think it was their tight end was going for a catch and you could see Philly's defender, like tackling him. His arms are wrapped around him, and the ball was not in the receiver's hands yet, which, to my knowledge, is pass interference. Mostly interference, yes. Sounds like it should have been, but nothing was called or whatever. And then the, this, he did – you know, Dak did step out, and then, then Dallas starts driving down the field with like, like a minute and a half or just over a minute left. They go like 60 yards in like 30 seconds. And then I
2: hear that and it was unbelievable because
1: you have no timeouts, and they got a
2: pass interference, a whole they got a bunch of penalties. They're so like all of a sudden they're down to 20. It like, oh. yeah,
1: it was between actual, you know, gaining yards through plays and/or penalties, they got to almost the red zone. So they were like I think like the 30, 35-yard line, and then all of a sudden false start uh, a sack and now we're back at like the 45 and I'm like what just happened we're like all those yards we just gained we gave them right back in the matter of like three plays and then uh, there was that last kind of hurrah and when Dallas came to the line of scrimmage Philly only had three guys on the line and everybody else had dropped back into the end zone so you were like I'm like well unless you're gonna send 10 of your guys out downfield to try to catch a pass, which is against the rules. Right. We're shit out of luck. So they, they tried and I think they threw, I think it was CeeDee Lamb that made the catch outside of the end zone. And you're kind of hoping like maybe he breaks a tackle and gets in and he was stopped at like the one and a half and ball game over. So if the games were 57 minutes long, Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys would be fucking, fucking amazing. Undefeated. But the, Undefeated. Yeah, but the game is not fifty Well, uh, no, they lost uh, convincingly oh, against their, against well, San Fran and Arizona beat them too. So oh, that's <laughs>
2: right. Jeff. I was sure yeah.
1: Arizona. Right, right. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Because why would you think that the Cardinals beat them? They shouldn't have. Right. But I know San Francisco in the second half of that game against Dallas walked all over them. Um, I was not aware that you you're not a Patriots fan, are you?
2: Um, they, I'm a Washington fan.
1: Ah, yes. Oh, my girlfriend is a Washington Commanders fan. do I, I liked her. I always knew yeah. that. Yeah, there's. I, I now know officially two of you.
2: <laughs> I will tell you one thing. If you have never experienced going to somebody else's ballpark or field stadium and you're rooting for the opposite team, it's a tough, tough pill to swallow. Yeah. Surrounded, for, for the most part. I mean, there were two pockets of Washington fans, but for the most part, I was surrounded by Patriot fans and Patriot. For, I don't know what it is about Patriot fans. They are um, the rough, a little stiff, a little stiff. Where, that? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I could see that, Um, which is, you know, it, it's nice to see them eating some humble pie this year um, because they were. Such a good team for so long. And now it's, it's why like- you
2: mentioned that because arguably Bill Belichick is one of the greatest coaches of all time. Yes. Now, as I'm watching this game, it, it was tight and uh Mac Jones made some mistakes. He made some good plays. However, for every bad mistake they made, you started hearing chirps from the crowd. It's time for Bill to go. Bill's time's up. I'm like, man, this dude's giving you the best years of your life. Yeah, gracefully for the, for the at least, you know, but they're ruthless. There's ruthless, ruthless people over there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I uh, last year went to the Bills and Washington game out in Buffalo, um, which my girlfriend conceded, and because we have a friend who's a big Bills fan, so we all wore Bills jerseys to the game. Had a great time, but there was guys there in in Washington um, jerseys or sweatshirts or you know some sort of paraphernalia and uh they're trying to give it to him a little bit which was kind of funny because a couple of the guys like so there was a group of guys there that actually knew one of the dudes on the on the commanders okay. and they were not small they were not small guys like they were from New York they were fucking troopers and like it was just like i'm like this is kind of funny to listen to some of these people who are Bills fans chirping at these guys and the guys are laughing at them. They like, they were like, I don't, I don't care. Like, really? Cause they were, they knew straight up, push come to shove. Like if these guys want to be stupid, they're going to get the shit kicked right. out of them. Um, but have you ever been to a Buffalo game? Like Highmark? Uh. It's a lot of fun, man. I mean, that the, those Bills fans are as rabid as you think they are and they're as nuts, but man, it was, it was a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, um, I, of course, I was wearing the jersey, so they weren't giving me a hard time. I would look like an asshole in my Deion Sanders Dallas Cowboys jersey from the 90s. I
2: never wear my gear in the opposing team's field. I've been to Philly yeah. before. I don't wear my gear because i like, hey, you wear jersey. I go, no, I do not wear it. I only wear a hat. I, I'll wear my Nike or Under Armour hat. I will not wear the my gear. <laughs> the, what I will say the coolest thing when you go to a football game is you pull into a parking lot, the smell of tailgate. There's it's like that for every football game you ever go to. You're gonna pull in the park, and that smell like sausage and peppers and
1: food. Yes, good food. It was we we went to. So the game we went to was a one o'clock start, like a one o five, whatever it is. The the early game. So we were dude. We were there at like nine in the morning, and we were fucking late. <laughs> like it was bananas. Like those people were already that they, they had been there. And we were getting there like nine 30 and I'm Holy like, "Holy shit!" And at Highmark, we weren't even on the we weren't in the parking lot. Like we were at a house uh near Highmark Stadium because they these people are brilliant. They just like rent out their property and huh? charge you to park, and then they let you hang out and tailgate there. So like, dudes to playing cornhole, we got people drinking, we got people cooking. Uh, I. And I think the only other time I've ever had a beer that early in the morning was on the golf course, playing in like a, like a tournament, like a scramble tournament. Um, <laughs> Cause I'm like, I don't, first of all, I'm not an alcoholic, so I don't need a beer or anything at nine 30 in the morning. Like I need coffee at nine 30 in the morning. Like that's kind of my go-to. Um, but it was, it was quite the experience. I would do it again. Plus Buffalo has a huge Polish community. So for me to be out there, We got to go to one of the Polish restaurants uh, the day before, and the food was just phenomenal.
2: Did you partake in chicken wings?
1: Yes. So we went to Anchor Bar, and um, I want to say we went – so there's Bar Bill, Anchor Bar, and then there's another bar, and they're all like the three main – chicken wing places. I can't think of that third one because that's one that we went to. And then we went to Anchor Bar. Anchor Bar's wings were phenomenal. They also had a fried bologna sandwich, which was fantastic. Yeah, dude, it's a Polish delicacy. So and it was it was funny because I saw it on the menu and I was like, I need to get this on top of the wings that I got. And uh, the girl was like, it's our waitress goes, it's really good. And she goes, I love it. And I looked at her. I go, are you Polish? She goes, How'd you know that (laughs) I go, you like fried bologna? She goes, yeah. I'm like, that's not a, that's not a normal thing. Like that. I grew up on fried bologna. Like my dad still does it. I love fried bologna, but they do like, so you know, like there's ham steaks, right? Which is, it's ham, but it's this different version of ham steaks. It was like a bologna steak. So it was like thick cut like this and with some cheese on it and mayonnaise, Whew, man, so if it's you like bologna,
2: It's bread, was I was it's on bread. Yeah, on- I was-
1: yeah, it was on white bread.
2: And the bread's fried, also?
1: No, 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 no. It's just like fresh bread.
2: Okay.
1: But you fry the bologna, and and then the cheese melts with the, it's. It's. Do you like bologna? Yeah,
2: occasion, Yeah, I don't mind
1: it. I would say give it a shot. You got to brown it up nice, not burn it, but brown it up nice. Huh. Fr- fry it with butter. We're Polish, man. We don't. The cholesterol is not a thing. <laughs>
2: So back to the chicken wings. Are the chicken wings everything they say yes.
1: at the Buffalo? Anchor Bar wings were delicious. Um, was a huge fan of them. They, I think I only got like mild, because like so for them like mild is medium, medium is hot, and hot is you're for gonna hearing. shit You're gonna shit your fire, shit fire the next day. <laughs> and then they, and they have like other concoctions and stuff too, but. The wings that I had, and again, and I'm not a super spicy guy, but I do like some heat in my food, yeah. uh, especially chicken wings. Um, no, I thought I, they they were delicious. They were fried right. They were cooked, you know. So it's not chewy. I like crispy. I don't want that chewy skin on my wings. No, 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 chewy. No, it's gross. Because then it feels like you're eating skin, and you're like, Meh. What? So yeah. So it's you know it's crispy wings. The sauce was delicious. Blue cheese was great if you're a blue cheese person. I'm a blue cheese with my wings kind of guy. Love good good blue cheese. Yes. So if given the chance and if you head out to Western New York, if you go to Buffalo, I do recommend Anchor Bar. And I would love to be able to tell you the other place. You know, if only I had a way to look it up. And I have been to Bar Bill. There's a Bar Bill West or East, they call it. It's in Rochester. And uh, went out, went to it over the summer with my girlfriend. We were out visiting her brother out there and uh it was it was good it just i would i would think that Bar Bill in uh buffalo is probably better because it's like that's the og stuff
2: oh the og the og
1: wing places in buffalo all right so america's best wings gabriel's gate specialty wings see if i can find this not Gabriel's Gate specialty. Anchor Bar is the one. That I, I, we went to. Duff's was it Duff's maybe? Just Pizza Kelly's Corner, Doc Sullivan, Sports City Pizza Park Pub. Okay, that wasn't it. Frank and Teresa's, the Wellington. So I think it was. I think we did Duff's, and I think we did Anchor Bar, and did not go to Bar Bill when we were out there. And the Bukagi Lounge. Uh no, I've never been to uh, Japan. That's that. That's Bobby. That was Bobby that's been to Japan. So yeah, I think I think those are the two places. I think it was Duff's, and then uh, Anchor Bar, and then like I said, that that's where we went. And the pizza, or, like, and the Polish place we went to it was just a nice Polska. And I got the Polish platter, man. If you go to Buffalo Wild Wings in Buffalo, you should be, you should be like, with, <laughs> you should you should be like, you know, beaten with a twitch, you know, like so or a switch, uh, because that's just that's that's almost blasphemous to do that, like. And that's Horse not hockey. a knock on. Is, what?
2: Horse hockey. Horse
1: hockey. Yeah. But I mean like and it's not a knock on Buffalo Wild wings. It's just you're in the land of like fantastic wings. Pizza pizza. Don't don't go to a fucking chain when you got all those mom and pop pizza or pepper pepperoni. Jesus, chicken wing spots. Oh pepperoni pepperoni. I do too. Speaking of pepperoni, not really. Um Ralph's went to Ralph's around my birthday. Really? Dude, their wings are. They've always had great wings at Ralph's. If you're from the, if you're listening to this undisputed podcast, and I think we have like three people in the capital region that actually listen to us, Henry being one of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, but you know, Ralph's has always been like famous for their wings and their mozzarella sticks. Uh, I think Steve Bell listens, and I know he's a big mozzarella stick guy at Ralph's. Too.
2: Huge mozzarella stick fan guy.
1: Yeah. Um, but their wings have actually gotten. I think they've gotten better. Really. Yeah, and I don't know if it's just because the last two or three times I've gotten them, they were very saucy. I just get I get medium. I don't ask for them to be crispy, but the last couple of times they came out super crispy wings. Their blue cheese is spot on all the time. It was I was thoroughly, thoroughly happy with the experience. Um,
2: I actually went to the Rusty Nail for my birthday.
1: Oh, you got to eat 40, 40, 404?
2: 46. I I didn't get through all 46. I stopped. I only had, so me, and my wife went, my parents went. I I only got through 30 of them.
1: Oh, Jesus. Thanks
2: me throwing them down like I did back in the day with my quarter. I, I, I can't do it anymore.
1: Quitter. Yeah, i lost my edge. Listen, man, when you get up there in age like that, you got to bring friends.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I get, I get, 46 is enough.
1: 46 was a
2: plenty. They
1: do everyone's. Well, I mean, not for nothing though. You got through 30 of them on your own? No,
2: not on my own. I only had oh. maybe
1: 10. Yeah, we only had three on the table. 10 10 10. Dude, I i tell you what. Like I get a I get the 20 wings at Ralph's all the time. And uh um we we just like I get the 20 and I get through like six or seven and I'm like, "But I take them home, you know?" Cuz I'm like <laughs> just like I, I got leftovers, woohoo!
2: I got to add some chickpeas now.
1: Yeah, that's our fault for talking about stuff. Uh, so, but yeah, I, that's definitely a that's a colony thing right there with the with the Ralphs. But if you're ever in the wonderful capital region, um, then you definitely want to uh, go to Ralph's Tavern. On, on Central Ave. If you're in, if you find yourself in Albany, maybe you know, trying to figure out where the lie is, at some point. I'll tell you the...
2: Be going on a long walk to Ralph's.
1: Yeah, possibly. Clear your head yeah. out a day going on a long walk. You do that. You clear pick you, some flowers. You, pick some flowers. Maybe not. Not on Central Ave., bro.
2: No. We <laughs> go to the
1: full house, playing the fire trucks. The Fuller Roadhouse and play with the fire trucks? I I just
2: put two places together.
1: You certainly did. One of them no longer exists.
2: No, it does not.
1: (laughs) This is some real inside baseball talk from Frank and I. The the, the Colony colony Idiots.
2: Um, Maybe we renamed
1: the show that. What's that?
2: Maybe we renamed the show that.
1: The Colony Idiots? Yeah. Listen, man, I got a head full of ideas. None of them are good. But I'm glad you went with that one. Um, that could so... be the segue,
2: or you know, the, the future of the undisputed podcast segues to the Colony Idiots, and we just
1: go crazy. How about moving forward? We're no longer the Demi Boys. It's Bobby Fish and the Colony Idiots. The colony Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: remember the time
1: we had the um
2: the merch deal, and then we bought our shirts.
1: Yeah, I do. You know who bought our shirts? Us.
2: Every now and then I'll plug them on the old on the um the Twitter feed that a bunch of people just see. By the way,
1: we still have merch. bobbyfishapparel.com. dot com. Like we got that. We we have that. Like we you could, you, you can buy undisputed podcast stuff. You can buy Bobby official Bobby Fish gear. The only place you're getting the official shit is bobbyfishapparel.com. Yum yum so, yum. All right. I that was a weird response to that, Frank. Thank you. I was not expecting that at all. Um baseball? should I be joining the FaceTime call or no? He hung up. Okay. <laughs> it was quick. It was a boo-boo. Okay. Um should we uh should we touch on Crown Jewel a little bit since
2: Yes, yes we can. Um I'm gonna piggyback off what Bubba Bubba said and busted open. I think he's right and accurately saying that it is a glorified house show. He's right. Um, you're not going to see any big title changes, but the matches were pretty good. I did like what they did with um... you know. What I don't like so. La Knight's doing his thing with Roman Reigns. Yep. Everybody and their brother comes out helps out Roman. How come nobody comes out helps out La Knight?
1: I don't know. Um, like if we're, if
2: we're trying to make it real. Trying to make it, you know, suspending disbelief. Yeah. Why can't yeah. Why can't John Cena come Hey, let me help you, my, my God, my yeah,
1: help. You know, Cena was Cena was already done for the night and had gotten beat up by Solo. He took like what twenty two Samoan spikes or something like. He spiked yeah, the, yeah. Shit. It, like afterwards he spiked the shit out of him. Just beat the snot out of Cena, but. That's a good question, because um, you know there is some alliances that yeah. he has. Like he's not a, 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 he's not a loner. You know where like Austin was kind of like just Steve Austin. Like Stone Cold was he ran ran alone essentially. You know, um, like what if Cody came out at the end? Yeah, somebody.
2: You kind of set up WrestleMania, geared toward WrestleMania or something. Hey, Cody's back in the picture again.
1: Right, but build that up. Even if you're just adding a layer to that story, you know, as Bobby always talks about layers to the stories and and how that makes things a little bit better. Like he comes out and kind of reignites that thing with Roman. Um, I know there's a lot of people upset with, I don't, and it's funny because we had talked about prior to uh, prior to it and bringing up LA Knight's, you know, uh, white hot right now and if he loses to Roman, does it dull his shine and you know Bobby was quick to say well if it does then he's not as hot as we thought he was and I I took to that like they when he said that because I was the one that was like well does it I was the one that asked does it dull his shine and he was like you know when Bobby said that I go you know what that makes a world of sense because if he's as over as everyone claims that LA Knight is and he's the hottest guy on the planet right now losing to the champion doesn't really take anything away from you
2: no, but is he plateauing?
1: I don't think so. I really don't. I I, I think, I mean, if you really thought that LA Knight was going to win the title from Roman Reigns at Crown Jewel, you were just like the hopeful idiot. Like you were just like, please. Yeah. I mean, I know that Roman is going away and, and you know, again, mm-hmm. um. Which is weird because it's like, well, really, what's then? It's no different, right? Um, and 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 it's not to again. That's the schedule he works. That's what they're working on. Although I was listening to Busted Open and LaGreca made a good point. Maybe they should shy away from really pushing the streak down our throat and and the amount of days that he's been champion because you're putting him up there. In the in the conversations with the greats like Bob Backlund and Hulk Hogan and uh, Bruno Sammartino, those guys that held it, and it's like, but they they defended it the title worked. all the time.
2: I mean, it see, worked. About Hogan Hogan worked every night, and Hogan was everywhere. You yeah. got yeah, yeah. so you got Hogan. I mean, there was a time period from probably eighty five to I don't know, 80 and ninety. Hogan was always working.
1: Yeah, and and that's just it. And it's not again. I get. They're doing it, and this is this is what we have. But maybe not shoving it down your throat because it, it does feel a little bit like you're trying to do something. Whereas those guys were working a full schedule all the time. Those are the guys, you know. When you heard the stories of being on the road, uh, 48 weeks out of the year, or whatever it was, or 50, 50 weeks out of the year, here he comes. Look at he's he's out walking around. Yeah. Me, me and Frank are talking about uh crown jewel. Okay. Um
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: jewels. not your I, crown jewels. No, I don't I don't want to know about your crown jewels. No, I Thanks. don't think anybody does. I don't think anybody no. does.
0: So no. I did read something about um bully ray. Calling Crown Jewel a glorified <laughs> house show. Yeah, yeah, we're just talking about that. Yeah, which I, you know, before. I mean, you guys have already talked about it, but before you, I even hear what you guys think of that. I, I will say, like, I only watched the first match, so I don't know, but I kind of think I have an idea of what he was referencing and um I can't say that like I don't see why he's saying that coming to that conclusion however um I don't I wouldn't say I agree what do you guys think I I I I, I, I <laughs>
1: He wasn't sure where to go. He had already gone that on record, was, and
2: yeah,
0: that was
1: stressful. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cowardly backtrack what I said before. I know <laughs> I, I, I agree with Bully Ray and saying it's glorified our show because you're not gonna see, you're not gonna see a title change. You're not gonna see anybody come out and do anything crazy. The matches were fantastic though, top to bottom.
0: I enjoyed it, but I wasn't expecting anything out of that. I was watching wrestling. Well, there you go. I mean, I I think that that kind of (sighs) debunks. Yeah, from a booking standpoint, I suppose. But then again, here's the problem with where wrestling has gotten to this this place where it's not for enjoyment anymore. And to forget about the fact that you got to go to work tomorrow and your boss it's an asshole, you know. It, it's more about like, well, how would I book it, and why would they do this, and they didn't do that, and I, I, you know, I just, again, it goes back to even like people giving a shit about the the dirt backstage. Like, I don't. I just when that stuff is at least uh, contained somewhat. Okay, but when it gets When there's no governor On it whatsoever And it gets out of hand It just becomes Something it's not intended to be Pro-wrestling And I feel like this is kind of One of those instances Where like You got Roman Reigns Defending the title Against L.A. Knight L.A. Knight is you know new to the the scene somewhat but like you know he's polarizing dare I say uh, not really even polarizing because most people love him but he's got his detractors and like you've got a new like uh player so just sit back and enjoy it don't try to I don't know. I just don't think it's doing the sport any favors for Bully Ray to come out and, and even say that. Like, where it's like, oh, well, you know, it's not going to happen there. And I guess, you know, I mean, he that's what the Busted Open podcast is, right? So he gets paid to have an opinion. So I'm not down in Bully for that. But I just don't know if it's good for the business for that to even... You know, this inside baseball shit, enough is enough. Fair enough. People enjoy fucking pro wrestling. Like, enjoy it. It's a, it's a fucking asinine thing to begin with. <laughs> you know? But it's asinine in the greatest way possible. And, like, you listen to a guy like Sami Zayn who said, like, you know, it's fucking magic sometimes. And God damn it, he's right. But... When you worry about the bullshit. It's not magic. It's it's it drags it down. And now I talked for way too long. No, <laughs> Ooh, good.
2: But that was a different spin on what I mean. I I don't think I've ever been to a house show, so I can't speak on what a house show is different than really? a regular show. So I,
0: You've never been to a house show, Frank? I don't think I have. Really? It's just a non televised show.
2: I don't yeah, I yeah. think the only house show what I called that was at Heritage Park in
0: A6. It was Hulk Hogan oh, and- You fucking asshole. You went to you went to the NXT show in Albany. <laughs> oh, that's it's right. What that you're one. right, you're, yeah. right. you're, absolutely,
2: yeah.
1: right. Remember
0: you're that? absolutely right.
1: Yeah, you're right. Did you twice did you ever go, wow. did you ever go to Glenton's Fall Civic Center as a no. kid? Yeah. Or RPI Fieldhouse? House? Some- nope. Wow. I never... No, he's
2: right. I was at the two NXT shows at the armory at
1: the convention center. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Go. Frank's <laughs> like, I've never been to a house show except for those right. there. Yeah, some of those... For the yeah, like, like, wait a second, I'm married? When that
0: <laughs> happen? you kidding me. <laughs> I got kids? Really? <laughs> Where'd they come from?
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't want to get into that. Uh, I'm not going to explain that to you. <laughs> but No, dude, you, dude, house shows are great. They're so much fun. I was at one... That was the main event, was The Rock. uh, I want to say Kane and somebody else against Christ, I can't against like DX or two members of DX and a third person. It was insane. It was, oh, that's somebody else. Guys, fucking great. What's that? Somebody (laughs) else? Yeah. Listen, since that show to now, a lot of brain cells have been killed. Timing. That's somebody else, guy. Oh, he's listen. He's on the come up, but he's he'll get there. He's the next superstar.
0: I miss back in the day when Raw would tape like three
2: shows in one night, and if you went to Raw, you were there from like seven o'clock at night to like one o'clock in the morning.
1: Jesus Christ, that yeah. sounds oh, awful. My God, it was,
2: was terrible. Yeah. They would they would tape a show seven eight, and then eight to nine was the live show, well, and then you- they would tape again nine to ten. And
0: there'd be another show after that.
1: They had to tape Sunday Night Heat at some oh, point, Frank.
0: If that, <laughs> if that's your flavor of dog shit, then make <laughs> sure you go to the next um, independent uh, tournament <laughs> show that oh. you with seventeen matches, and everybody gets like uh, at least double digits time. <laughs> so Ooh. From, i mean that's the one where i had to take the pizza away which you know <laughs> before i think about it I, i'm really such a bad move on my part like it's truly one of the regrets i have that was very um you know somebody paid for that and yeah, I think that the you know, the it's not like I that's the part of it that I feel like shit about. Like, you know, the the pro move would have been for me to, Eat um, the pizza. what's that? No, pizza. Pizza.
1: pay for no, I think he it was going been, for pay for the pizza. It, it would have been
0: pay him for it, you know, yeah. like if I, if I if 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 that guy listens to our show, which I doubt he does, um, and there's no way I'm organized enough to be able to figure out who that was. But if <laughs> for some reason and he wants to drop me or Frank an email, like I'll reimburse him because I really I feel like I was not a very good adult in that moment. You Damn. know, in, in that regard. I'm not saying that those fans didn't uh, earn their refusal of pizza because they did. But the pizza oh. toss
2: Um, correct me if I'm wrong, though, but as you went to the back, to the backstage area, uh, a a larger individual who may have had too much pizza at one point, kind of got in your space.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely did.
2: So, you know what? Now (laughs) we think about this. I think you did him a favor.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, I probably did help. Let's not let's not be negative about you. Did that guy a favor?
2: Well, I don't think.
0: I mean, I don't think that that stopped him from eating pizza any other time. Yeah. Also, I don't Bobby, think he started Bobby. going to the gym that following day and oh you know, <laughs> um live in a better he
1: thinks, life. He
2: thinks and the gym is the gym, the guy delivered the pizza. That's at the gymnasium.
1: And he did he did say that he that the fans earned the pizza toss. He felt he feels bad about the human that paid for the pizza that he yeah. tossed.
0: Yes, and that was the guy who I'm sure, you know booked the show or whatever who was Uh, me you know like it's kind of that double whammy sort of thing where it's like wow man I really wasn't a very good adult in that moment like I wouldn't I wouldn't want to see that represented in front of any of my children as like you know up on a pedestal like yeah that's how adults behave you know I really do I truly feel bad about my behavior in that moment
1: well, after that time to reflect on it, and that's it. It shows growth on your part. However, as someone <laughs> that was watching that and knowing that you know, I knowing who you are, and, and knowing the the role, you are a fantastic heel.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, it's just you know. <laughs> I mean, granted, I I you know no one was expecting that. Maybe should have run that by somebody. But, right. but but in the heat of the moment
2: in the heat of the moment is that a song yeah yeah it,
1: it is a, it is a song frank it was until you just did that right <laughs> i think that
0: was a, a kind of a troubled um window in my um growth you called it dennis but yeah i mean i guess and i do i i just um i wish it went differently but understandable. right. All right, so and what else,, uh Crown Jewel? I literally only saw the first match.
1: I thought was, I, I
0: thought it was great, actually, first match. I,
1: I didn't watch any of it. I was DJing a uh, a charity softball. Well, it's actually it wasn't a tournament, but it was for uh South Highs Marathon dance where they were raising money for that, uh, which is an amazing cause, by the way, if you'd like to donate it. You could Google it, South High Marathon Dance. They raised like $600,000 last year, I think, for whatever cause they do it for. Okay. Um, but So I was DJing that during the day and missed I saw some highlights. I know the solo and Cena match was good. Um, the what? Roman. Yeah. Wow. I did what? see the solo Cena match.
0: And he, I'm going to recommend this for people. Uh, I had listened to Cena... On Corey Graves podcast. The, either of you listen to that? I, I do not. not. Okay. So Cena. Um, talked about. Uh, a lot of wrestling stuff. Like, yeah, all sorts of stuff anyway. But one of the things that he talked about. Was the way that he works. And he. Um, mentioned how not a lot of people. Work that way. And the reasons why, and i, I you know I kind of happen to agree, and uh I you know didn't learn that way either, you know, like uh you know working on we've talked about this, but working more on like improv and on feel and blah blah blah, and one of the things that he mentioned was how. You know, this generation, it's evolved and it's a slicker product. And the reasons behind it, like he understands why, you know, mm. guys plan as much as they do uh, because it's a it's it's not a, um, a live show product anymore. And and there were other reasons. Anyway, I'm not going to do it justice. So people should go listen to it. But having listened to that and then watching the match with him in solo. Um, I was just truly more impressed with John Cena than I already was, um, because I could see, and, and I don't know if a fan would pick it up, but I know that, you know, just being who I am when it comes to wrestling, uh, you know, love me or fucking hate me. I, at least like I've noticed a thing or two, um, (laughs) He uh I could see it. I could see so much of what he talked about like in action and uh it was really, really kind of cool to see, especially knowing that Solo in my opinion, super talented guy, like amazing um upside. However, he um you know the the I, I could see that he, I could just see where John was doing his thing. And it was it was pretty cool. Really cool to see. But, yeah, that was a good match. Yes, I did. I enjoyed that one, too. I enjoyed both that I saw.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I I, I saw highlights from the Cena solo match. Um, yeah. And, I mean, I you know, the end. And then, you know, he got the spike knocked out of him. Like, solo spiked him, like, 12, 12 thought, to 20, 12 to I 20 thought, times. I thought that was a very cool
0: way that they went about things i thought that 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 cena um trying to as the baby face take out that weapon to begin with mm-hmm. and then, uh, to come back to it at the end the way they did um i really uh enjoyed it and i'm gonna end it there because i don't want to go with the inside baseball thing i just criticized <laughs> before um i really enjoyed that and Then the other match that I saw that I also enjoyed, <clears throat> now that I think of it, <laughs> because I keep backtracking, I keep eating my words, was uh, the girls' match.
2: Oh, that which, was awesome!
0: Yeah, Kyrie Sane is back, which I had no idea. That's that's cool the way they, they brought that back together, and and how I mean, it really there's so many loose ends to that now between Eoskai and Bailey, and then Kyrie. And the history between Bailey and Kyrie. And then you got Bianca. And the history between Bianca and Kyrie dating all the way back to like the days I was there in NXT. Um, yeah, it's just really, really cool, man. Really, really cool when that many things can converge in the same intersection, you know? That
2: was it was good. I mean, I, I liked I'm a big fan of um, uh, Shayna Baszler. I just uh, Shayna, she just oh, uh, she just she acts. She's legit.
0: What did she do on Crown Jewel? I didn't. I didn't. She cheat. was in the match with um, four way with um, um, for the championship. Okay, I knew there was like a multi uh Women's match. I didn't see that one. Okay. Okay. Cool. What did you? I mean, what was it? Just her stuff looks like, man, I think she can kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe.
1: Like for real.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like if she's, she's.
1: If she wanted to, just I mean, yeah.
2: Big deal about um, Ronda Rousey and stuff like that. But man, Shayna does it too.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'd say Shayna's definitely um legit you know there's no there's no uh pretend <laughs> when it comes to her even the
2: theme music the way she comes down it's like you know what we're gonna be watching somebody rip some booty
1: <laughs> rip some booty frank's got all kinds of weird things going on tonight yeah. i don't know
2: all right all right so but bongo fiesta the,
1: the wow. booty ripper. The booty ripper at the Bukaki lounge the big bad booty ripper
2: Big bad
1: huh. booty daddy. <laughs> <laughs> he got
0: Steiner, but okay. <sighs> well, all right. Uh, what else? Did you? What did you think of the uh, main? Event? Frank, you saw it. It was.
2: I didn't. You know what I did like?
0: What? You know, I th- no. What I didn't like. I. Dad I were
2: talking about this. Was did so like, people did- are jumping in on. You know, they're jumping in for Roman. You got um Uso and Solo both come in helping Roman range, which we expected. I'd like to see somebody help uh, LA Knight.
0: So nobody did.
2: No, they let me as his, his ass kicked and well, he does I expected him to lose. I didn't expect they he was gonna win, but if, like, Cody Rhodes comes down and helps out L.A. Knight, you kind of set up L.A. – you kind of set up Cody and Roman again, and I
0: don't know. Well, you got – I mean, for the first time in a long time, you got a lot of very credible baby faces in that main event picture, some of which are kind of new to the scene, like Jey Uso and, and L.A. Knight. Well, they kind of did that with – McIntyre and Rollins,
2: when Sammy took the briefcase,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: which well, was hilarious, we, by the way.
2: Didn't see that coming. Did not no. see that coming at all. Nope. I, I liked it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that right now they're. Um, I think wrestling's in a really good place, and I, I'm not talking just WWE. I, I think wrestling in general's in a in a a strong place right now. Um, yeah. I mean, All right,
2: let's talk, let's dive into this. Who do we think is the devil in AEW? Who I think behind
1: we, the mask. I think we tried covering this though, didn't we? Did we talk yeah, about
2: Yeah, I want to hear Dennis's angle. Dennis has got a great idea, a great thought behind this.
1: Okay, so Dennis's is not an original thought. Yes, it is. Um because, no, it's not. Okay. I will <laughs> I I have no problem. Listen, I I got through high school plagiarizing. I can get through this too. Uh, so I think the statute of limitations is up on that one. Um, they already gave me the diploma. Um, but I was I was spending some time listening to Busted Open on uh on Sirius and on Fight Nation, and uh someone had brought up the possibility of what if the devil was okay, so there this is a twofold one. Uh, Someone brought up the, the possibility of what if the devil was CM Punk and it was an entire oh, work the whole time.
0: Fully Ray said that he would kiss Tony Khan's ass and,
1: like, yeah, he said uh, yeah. somewhere. Oh, <laughs> did you know? Yeah, he, you know, he yeah. did. Because he was like, if he did that, then he is like Booker of the Century type yeah. shit. Because it was like nobody saw that. But the other thing that I did here was, uh, which I kind of went, I could see that. Maybe, possibly um is your former tag partner Kyle O'Reilly under the mask because from what i understand he's been cleared um so it would be feasible that he's trying to get back at MJF because of his friendship with Adam Cole I mean i wouldn't be mad at it i i can neither
0: you know i i have no uh, right inside information but i wouldn't be mad at it at all um i think that'd be cool
1: um, I think it's a, I think it's a great way to bring him back. Although bully did bring up, you know, there's gotta be that, that payoff for the unmasking of this guy kind of like years ago when Vince came out as the, the, the dark power or whatever it was. And it's right. me, it's been me the whole time, And you know, to, to get that heat, uh, because, you know, clearly Vince needed more, um, but, like, what would the angle be if it was him, and does, is that the kind of heat you're trying to generate for Kyle because he's attacking MJF and doing all the shit? So but I thought it was a good I, I, I thought it was well thought out by the, the listener that brought it up on their, pod, or on their show.:
0: I, I'll say this. So you've got two very keys when it comes to WWE and AEW. you know, it's, it's, it's all wrestling. But it's apples and oranges, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and that there's wrong with that. Uh, I think that um, you know there's a lineage and a, and a history and an experience factor that comes with WWE and a, and a proven like commodity um, and a, and a consistency that at times has definitely been inconsistent, but over the years as a whole you know there's a certain consistency there that that just comes with repetition right um aew that cachet is is not there however that also gives them a a bit of a wild card factor and a bit of a I, i think that seen in the right perspective and played the right way is is a positive so I really think that um, you know they've got an angle with this devil thing that people are talking about, and I for one is just sitting back and I want to see how I like. I it piqued my interest. I want right. to see. I love, and I'll, I'll say another thing that I really um, enjoyed is, um, and I didn't love it at first but i the work like you're seeing a different roddy strong right now you're seeing a a character Mm -hmm. a a roderick strong that's not you know the um the gas tank you know monster the the you know in-ring technician like i mean that's who roddy's been most of his career and i don't think he's necessarily deviating from that but I, I think you're seeing him, like, stretch his wings. Hmm. I mean, he's really doing some of the best character stuff of his career right now, in my opinion. And I love that I love seeing it because I think that it's, it's good because he's having fun. Mm-hmm. And that can't be a bad thing in any way, you know? I mean, I I, I really, because I know Roddy as a performer, I would like to think. And it looks to me like he's enjoying himself. Um, I know Bennett and Taven as well. And, and I haven't talked to any of the three of them about this. So none of it's coming from that. It's just the fact that I've spent years Doing this industry with them, so when I see the the looks on their faces when they're doing what they're doing, they look like they're having a good time, and that's that's how that's when you're your best performer, you know.
1: Yeah, I agree with that, Matt Taven, friend of the show. Big fan,
0: big fan, big fan,
1: big fan, big big fan, fan of the show.
2: Big fan. Big fan. Yeah, I get aggravated annoyed when Roddy comes on the. A W, But that's a good thing, though, because he's getting an emotion out of me. Yeah. I mean, I, I – think... I don't like the character. I, well, it, it just it... – Again, it's – When he yells out, ah, Adam! I <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Adam!
0: Well, it was way more personal for me, that commentary. Um, and, it, and again, I'm, I went back on my inside baseball thing. <laughs> it's
1: all right. Yeah.
0: I just that's eh, uh, all right, yeah It's what it is it is what but you is.
1: Can, I mean you gotta you gotta think too. like you 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 can recognize certain things that they're doing in what you're seeing as opposed to, you know, in the laymen are watching, the fans, the quote unquote fans are watching and yeah. you you can see the happiness and the joy that that they're getting out of what they're the enjoyment they're doing or enjoyment they're getting out of it whereas everybody else is just kind of like watching it to be watching it or watching it to for whatever fucking reason you're watching professional wrestling which is nine-
2: he is getting an emotion out of me which he's it's his job at the end of the day to get some kind of emotion good better and different i i don't turn
0: the channel I'm like oh, what is some bitch going to say this week what's he going to do so are he, learn- are they gonna what, what are they going to do See, if, listen. We guess what? Go you're back. Not thinking about in that moment, what you're not thinking about is what time you got to get up and go to work tomorrow. Yeah. So wrestling, like
1: job, and getting that emotion is what Bischoff said. They, you guys are trying to. They're trying to do. Yeah. And An emotional reaction is better than a you know just a oh shit reaction type thing. You know, a, this is awesome
2: reaction
0: yeah.
1: that's a reaction it's not an emotion sorry
0: yeah well i mean eventually you know that shit goes away so
1: it does oh well, eventually everything goes away we go away
0: but i'm saying like you can't you know you can't you can only keep pushing that bar so high before like the you know i mean you could get like a nuclear bomb but then everyone's
1: huh integrated. that's yeah, I mean, that's that's one way to take the title off of Roman Reigns. Just Drop a fucking nuclear bomb on everybody. Uh,
0: yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I would think that he would do the job for a
1: nuclear bomb. <laughs> I don't know. What I've been seeing, he'd probably catch it and kick it back. Acknowledge me, nuclear bomb. Kick the bomb. Anyway. Da,
2: da, 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 da.
0: That's a different theme song
1: that's yeah. john cena dude yeah. well wow. <laughs> just
0: <What> are you <laughs>
1: <laughs> frank's everywhere booze, frank lay off the booze well yeah, listen she... why don't why don't we uh why don't we get into bobby's best bets okay and uh take her home i went three and oh on last week bobby hey. went, what one and one one and one with a buy. Yeah.
0: yeah wow i like to pick the buys i feel like that's my um Specialty <laughs> that hand job, huh? Nothing <laughs> that and <Jeez>. a
1: hand. <laughs> uh, yeah, just, just just ignore Frank, he's just here.
0: White noise, Frank. I've been, I've been giving myself hand jobs since I was a kid. Good for you, yeah.
1: for you for you go for you, Goofy go go for you. you.
0: Oof, we all
2: right i went one and two um i'm gonna go with san fran detroit and the steel city pittsburgh Ooh. Oh. oh
1: my i gotta i gotta pull up the schedule i was i for whatever reason was like yeah you know what i'm not even gonna look at the schedule even though we talk about football on the on the show um this is your opportunity to listen to the show and make yourself some money whether you wherever whatever sports betting app you're using. So some of us are pretty good at this apparently. Uh-huh. <laughs> I I did not know that. I didn't know I, that. I that's wild wacky <laughs> stuff. Um so we got the Cowboys and Giants. I got to go with the Cowboys on that one and just because the Giants are a shit show. Yeah. Um let's see who else we got. There's a there's a Germany game this week too, isn't there? Is there another? Is there a French Patriots or- Colts? Patriots Colts? Oh, Jesus Christ. That's in Germany? That's, yeah. Yeah. It's a it's awful game too. Is, is what that is. That's good lord. Uh okay, so I'll take Cowboys. I'll go with Bengals and uh give me the Ravens. All right. I'm going uh
0: Minnesota. Hey. And the Raiders, because I don't. I, I now I would have went with the city, but I'm not positive they're still in Las Vegas.
1: They're in. Yeah, no. There's <laughs> as far as I know, they're okay. still in Vegas. Okay.
0: All right. Well, I don't. Well, no, I can't say that. So again, I just keep it to myself.
1: <laughs> so there you go. There you go. Bobby's got some solid picks. Wait,
0: Minnesota Braves. Will's yeah, I Taylor, just Green,
1: said it. You fucking Green Bay.
0: Idiot.
1: no. What you you cut out when you said it? It was I think uh, you said Green Bay.
0: Frank's been drinking.
1: Packers, Vikings, the Raiders, of South Colony. Lay off Grandpa's cough medicine. Yeah, yeah, Frank.
0: I love cough medicine.
1: Stay out of the Bukaki Lounge. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right, boys and girls. That wraps up another. Amazing edition yeah. of Next The Undisputed week. podcast, Next yep. yeah.
0: Back. bigger, and better <laughs> than ever. Our listeners we got we're some big fight.
2: announcements. We could be tag teaming with somebody in the very near future. Okay, yeah.
1: huh?
0: That
2: sounds look out and keep your pants on because we're coming in hot.
1: Wow, well, Jesus Christ, Frank. Right, we, you know in... we should why? because
2: we're. Ripping farts and breaking hearts. Oh.
1: Jesus, Frank. I feel like I should have cut your mic off. <laughs> like, yeah. I, should have, I should have seen him punk your microphone and just I, turned that shit off. I hate to be a broken record,
0: but Frank's been drinking.
1: <laughs> All, right. All right. On that note, Frank, uh, you know what? Fuck it. I don't even care if you got something else to say. I'm not going to let you do it. Yeah. Um, I got nothing. Book me for your next DJ gig. I'll take it. Yes, you can email email me, and book do Bobby it. for and book Bobby for yeah. anything. Book him, book him, book him, book him, book him, book him for yeah for anything. Yeah, for anything. How about that for a sales pitch? I'm good at this shit. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, say good night, Bobby. Good night, Bobby. <laughs>